So, I recently saw a nostalgia critic, Doug Walker, uh, Channel Awesome's recent uh, video on Dudley Do-Right, the live-action adaptation that Brendan Fraser starred in. Now, this isn't the first, you know, Jay Ward live-action adaptation, you know, of a Jay Ward cartoon that Brendan Fraser starred in, you know, in the leading role. Previously, he was George of George of the Jungle. But I think the biggest difference, though, with George of the Jungle and Dudley Do-Right is that you take the premise of George of the Jungle, which is basically a satirical take on Tarzan, and you basically apply that to live action, and it can actually work a lot better, because when you look at George of the Jungle, you look at the newer versions of George of the Jungle, and you kind of get the, you kind of get the idea that, you know, it has a, it basically has a premise that could be truly, you know, truly expanded on, and really explored in any kind of, you know, film adaptation, whether it's live action, CGI, you know, 2D animated, 2 boom animated, whatever you want to call it, it has a premise that can be expanded on and expanded on greatly. Deadly Do Right has the same has the same kind of qualities, but I think it's more along the lines of you're looking at a satirical take on those classic, you know, you know, those classic type of damsel to the um train tracks like trope, be rescued by the hero, you know, you're, you're basically taking a satirical take on that and trying to apply that to live action. And yes, even though the qualities are there, a premise is somewhat there, the premise basically isn't the same as George of the Jungle. Like, you could do what you can, but not much, until you maybe you have to start running, you know, with your own ideas, which... You know, even Doug Walker, nostalgia critic, pointed out in the review that it seemed that the people in the film pretty much realized, yeah, we're going to have to rely on our own original ideas to pass the time, if you will. But I think the biggest question anybody has is, when it comes to these classic Jay Ward cartoons, you know, is it a good idea to do live-action adaptations of them for theatrical purpose? Whether they're Dudley do right Fractured Fairy Tales, um, Rocky and Bullwinkle, George of the Jungle, and I think Underdog. Wasn't Underdog somewhat of a J. Ward production? I think it was. You know, uh, even Underdog, you know, people wonder, is it a good idea to take these into live and make them into live action adaptations? Now, like I said, George of the Jungle has a premise to where you could take, you know, the short stories, you know, that it has in its format of 11 minutes or so, and really just run with it. Just create a bigger premise that can actually work. Dudley Do-Right, on the other hand, is different. Because there are some things from the Dudley Do-Right cartoon that obviously you couldn't use even back when the movie was filmed. Because there are some characters from the Dudley Do-Right cartoon that were pretty much removed immediately because of the, because of the satirical take on, let's say, another iconic character. Like, for example, there was a uh, bear character that started forest fires and everything for Snidely, and that character got removed immediately because it was basically a satirical take on Smokey the Bear, and that caused a lot of legal action. Well, almost legal action. So there were some things they couldn't use if they wanted to. And obviously, whatever jokes they could utilize from the classic cartoon 
they were very limited with. And I think even point even pointed out by Doug Walker, they pretty much realized the the cast and crew in the film, you know, when they were doing it, they pretty much realized, yeah, we're gonna have to go with our own ideas now and see see how it works to you know pad the time, you know, and that's what they did, you know, that's what they did. But again, going back to the question, you know, are the Jade Ward cartoons the best, you know, the best material to adapt into live action? And honestly, you know, it's all, like I said, it's all up to which IP is utilized. But if I was to answer, you know, but if I was to give an honest answer, I think the best, you know, the best format, if you will, for a movie adaptation of these, J, of these classic J. Ward cartoons, I think the best format is animation. I mean, you know, why take it out of the realm that made it what it is and put it into a realm to where, depending on what you're utilizing, can and can or can't work, you know, why take it out of that realm and put it into this unknown realm instead of just keeping it in said realm and then maybe using something like CGI animation, you know, 2D animation, Toon Boom animation, you name it. Why not just, you know, go, you know, go with that? You know, just keep it in the realm of animation. I mean, you could do a lot more in animation, especially nowadays, with these J, J. Ward cartoons than you could have done uh, in live action. I mean, heck, there was numerous times, numerous times, I'll be honest with you, there were numerous times I'm thinking, okay, you have J Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, who's known for her run on Sex in the City, you have Sarah Jessica Parker playing the love interest, you know, Nellie, or Nell, if you will. I'm thinking, okay, if you're trying to make this into a live-action cartoon, you're using all these cartoon sound effects and everything, obviously you got to get to a point that maybe she does like a melt or something like that. And all of a sudden you can just have Brendan Fraser's character go like, huh? Or Snidely's character go like, huh? And just look down and you just see maybe... Her, you know, just, you know, head sticking out of her clothes and she's like, you know, she's just melted. And then all of a sudden you just have them find a way to just go, whoop, bring her back up or something. I was expecting something like that, but it never happened. However, if you were to do something like that in an animated adaptation, you know, for film, you know, based on Deadly Do-Right. If you were to do an animated, you know, film adaptation of Deadly Do-Right, I guarantee you, you could have had something like that in the film, if it was done in animation. The same with Underdog, the same with Rocky and Bullwinkle, the same with Fractured Fairy Tales, the same with George of the Jungle, you name it, in animation it can be done. I mean, you look at the new George of the Jungle they got here on YouTube and across the board, and in the shorts that they have, the characters go through a lot. I mean, one of the main characters, I, I can't think of what her name is, she's obviously from the city or something like that. And she ends up basically, and she's very intelligent, you know, and she ends up creating something that causes her to start turning into a bug. So, or she eats something or whatever it is. So what happens is she goes through the bugs that obviously she's, that obviously she's becoming, and she asks for the help, and instead of probably getting help to cure her, they end up cocooning her and instead turn her into a freaking queen. Because she basically killed the last queen because she ate her. That was the thing. She was eating the bugs. Thus, she ended up becoming one of them. And instead of them saying, okay, we'll turn you back to normal by cocooning you, 
they cocoon her and she becomes a freaking bug like them, a big one. And now, and she's trying to find a way to get out of it and all that. But instead, she ends up cocooning herself or turning herself into another big bug that gets carried away. And then that's how the cartoon ends. Now, yes, the cartoons of Georgia's Jungle back then in the 60s and even now have no consequence whatsoever, no continuity connection uh, that I know of. But, but, again, it shows you that in animation you can do these kind of things. You can go these routes, if you will, a lot better, a lot you know, more easier than you could with live action. Because even though you could try your best to be very cartoony in live action, you have your limitations. And that is a fact. You have your limitations. We cannot deny that. So to me, when I look at these classic Jay Ward cartoons from Underdog, Rocky and Bullwinkle, Dudley Do-Right, Fractured Fairy Tales, you know, Mr. What is it? Mr. P. I mean, heck, I'll give you an example. I'll just mention it in a minute. But like it's a fractious fairy tales, um, Georgia the Jungle, you name it, and all that. Even though some of them, like Georgia the Jungle, could work properly and good and decently in live action, I think animation is the better direction to go. And one of those uh, J. Ward cartoons, I think they were J. Ward, was Mr. Peabody and Sherman. And I have that movie here somewhere, I believe. I believe I have that movie. Uh, somewhere in my collection, if I can just find it, I think I have. Yeah, I do. Mr. Peabody Sherman. DreamWorks did a live, did an animation version of that for theatrical release, and and even though it wasn't the success that DreamWorks would want, it was still successful enough because people were seeing it in its element. You know, in its element, they weren't trying to adapt it into live action. They were keeping it in its element. That's why, even though it wasn't like the massive mega box office box office hit DreamWorks would hope for, it was still a big enough, you know, home run that it was still a big enough home run that it, to me, sent a message. It sent a message that if you're going to do any animated or any movie adaptations of these classic Jay Ward cartoons, you gotta do, you gotta keep them in the element where they were originally introduced because you have more flexibility there. You have more flexibility and you don't have to worry about limitations. I mean, nowadays with technology, those limitations may not be as limited as they used to, but still, you won't have to worry about them as much, if you know what I mean. So, I look, so again, in response to the recent Nostalgia Critic you know, uh, Channel Awesome video on Deadly Do-Right, in response to that, do I think, do I think Jay Ward adaptation of Jay Ward animations, you know, could be done better in live, could be done in live action rather than animation? Yes. And with certain properties like George of the Jungle, yes, they can be because you have a premise you can really expand on. Others, on the other hand, and I do apologize for that notification there. That was the buzzing you heard. But others, on the other hand, no. I think if anything, they need to fo they they needed to follow the Mr. Peabody and Sherman, Sherman direction and basically be like, hey, we'll we'll keep it in the in the element where it began, animation. You know. Now, of course, you know, Universal and Disney did their movies of Dudley Do Right and uh, 
Underdog, and I think who was it? Universal of Warner Brothers did Rocky and Bullwinkle. You know, they did those way before Mr. Peabody and Sherman came out. But I guarantee you, if they were to redo them again, whoever was to get the, the license to do an animated, to do a film adaptation, I should say, of these J. Ward classics, I guarantee you this time around, whoever was to get, you know, the, the license to do so, would keep it in the element where it began, and that is live. And not live, but that is animation. That's where they would keep, that's where they would keep it. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Comment down below. You know, do you think, you know, from now on, if they were to recreate some new, some new film adaptations of these J. Ward classics, that they should keep them at animation? Or maybe kind of test the, you know, test certain areas, like which ones would be more suited for live action outside of animation. Let me know down below in the comments, as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video, and until then, I am out.